Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. My name is Rijk van Niekerk. And uh, after 10 consecutive days of higher closes on the JSE, it may come to an end today. The JSE is under some severe pressure, uh, mostly due to a 20% crash of the MTN share price after the Nigerian Central Bank instructed four banks, including the uh, Standard Bank subsidiary in Nigeria, to return 140 billion rand to Nigeria and this money was allegedly ex, uh, expatriated in contravention of exchange controls over a number of years. MTN denies the claims. Uh, this is a very interesting story indeed. And I'll speak to Maori uh, Letsuani of Lehuma Investments in a minute about these and other stories. Then insurance group Santam also reported interims. Uh, the absence of a catastrophe. A catastrophe helped the group to post some good numbers and I'll speak to Henny Nell, Santam's financial director, about the numbers. But first, let's look at the indicators. The JC all share down 0.88%, under 60,000 points, uh, 59,633 to be exact. Resources up 0.17%, industrials down um, 1.7%, financials down 0.6%, while the gold index is trading 0.7% higher. On international markets, the uh, FTSE 100 is down half a percent, the DAX is down nearly 1%, the CAC 40 down a third of a percent. Earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei gained 0.1%, Shanghai was down 1.14, while the Hang Seng also closed down 1%. Let's look at some uh, shares that are performing well. Nepi Rock Castle gained 2.5%, Pioneer Foods uh, 2.4% stronger, Mediclinic has also gained 2% so far today, Bright up 2%. And Bitcoin, Bitcorp also 1.7% higher. On the downside, uh, 20% drop by MTN, currently trading at 85 Rand 70, uh, 17. Um, and the volumes are very strong. Already 2.4 billion has uh, traded. Um, and that is roughly double the trade on NASPAS at the moment. So uh, some a lot of activity there. MassMart also down 3%. CML down 27 Standard Bank down 25 uh, Not as severely affected by the problems with MTN in Nigeria, but still a significant drop. Vodacom down 2%. NASPAS down uh, nearly 2%. ShopRite also down one9 On the uh, currencies market, the uh, Rand is trading at 4 14 rand 56 against the dollar, the pound uh, against the pound 18.94 and against the euro 17 rand dead. The uh, euro is trading at $1.16, the pound at $1.30, Bitcoin at $6,922 or 102,351 rand. Gold is trading at $1,203, platinum at $792 and Brent crude at $77.73 US cents. On the capital market, the R186 uh, trading at 8.99%. On the line, uh, I've got uh, Maori Letuani of Lahumo Investment. Maori, welcome to the show. Uh, some action on the markets. The market's down despite a significantly or moderately weaker end. Uh, very good, good afternoon and good afternoon to your listeners. Uh, certainly we are seeing a lot of action uh, on the market, uh, in particular the activity that we're seeing um, on the MTN shares as really some nervousness, um, nervous uh, investors they really heading for the exit uh, door because of what is happening out in Nigeria. 
Uh, once again, Nigeria proving to be a very difficult um, you know, place to do business, um, especially for South African companies, because if you uh, just pull the list, um, the number of companies have really come back from that area, leaking their wounds, um, you know, the likes of Tiger Brands, uh, you would recall. Uh, they came back from there, from Dangote, having made mm. uh, serious losses. MTN has just been on the wrong side of the regulator there. Uh, they just seems to be, uh, you know, completely uh, not getting things right there. Now the new allegations coming out, the share price falling by 21%. I mean, this is absolutely... Uh, you know, very catastrophic. Yeah. Just a background to the story. Uh, the Nigerian Central Bank ordered the four banks to return 8.1 billion US dollars to Nigeria. Um, they also fined the banks 230 million rand. Uh, one of these banks is Stanbic, and that is a subsidiary of Standard Bank. And the country or the central bank says it, uh, uh, these uh, banks expatriated uh, this, these funds in contravention of exchange control legislation over eight years, um, ending 2015. And uh, MTN denies um, the allegation, says it had approval from the Nigerian central bank. Um, so I think this story will drag on. You know, the, the previous fines they had for not registering the SIM cards uh, in uh, Nigeria also had a massive impact on the MTN share price, and it actually led to a very big fine, if I rem- remember correctly. Well, certainly. I think what, what is very troubling here is that um, the uh, Nigerian Central Bank and Nigerian uh, Senate, um, the, they seem to be singing different tunes. In other words, if you look at what the ruling was back in 2016, where the Nigerian Senate uh, said that uh, after the investigation, they um, concluded that the, the uh, companies did not breach any uh, of those foreign exchange rules, and, and this matter was, was, was put to bed. And now it comes back, and it comes back from, from the central bank, which says, no, actually they did violate. Um, so there's just so much uncertainty and, and nobody knows where it's going to end. I mean, as you correctly said, MTN had just settled uh, a massive fine day regarding those uh, the disconnection of unregistered um, the uh, uh, SIM cards. So they settled, I think, just over 14 billion rand um, of, of, of fine, and, and, and also they agreed to list the uh, Nigerian division um, on the uh, Nigerian Stock Exchange as part of that settlement. So Again, you know, you would have thought perhaps MTN is now back in good books with the uh, Nigerian government, uh, but now this is completely new uh, development and very negative, um, if, if, if you tell me. Um, I think very uncertain times, and, and certainly it's going to make a lot of investors very nervous about going into Nigeria, and it's going to impact very negatively on the Nigerian economy going forward. Yeah, and, it, and MTN also faces some issues in Iran of... So some uh, some headaches uh, heading MTN's way. Um, some good news, Marion Roberts. Uh, it, uh, the company uh, received um, orders for 3.6 billion rand worth of works, and uh, that is to do some work in uh, Nevada to sink a, a shaft for a copper company as well as a, a, to sink another shaft in South Africa for a copper mine. Uh, you know, that company has been under a lot of pressure. This is some good news. The whole construction sector is under a lot of pressure, right? And I think this is certainly uh, some positive news. 
um, for Man and Robert uh, in particular. But, um, you know, it, it's not a, enough to really uh, put the company back into uh, the eight days uh, around about 2010 when, um, you know, construction sector was booming and there were a lot of activities in, in the space. The fact of the matter is they need a lot more than this order book uh, or these orders that they've received uh, today. Um, they will need a lot more to really reverse what has been a very, very difficult period for the whole construction sector. I mean, if you look at uh, just Avenge itself, it's under a lot of pressure. Marine Roberts are also subject to a takeover. Um, now that, um, you know, they've, um, they've effectively let, um, abandoned that deal with Avenge, um, they are being taken uh, over by the German company. So they certainly need uh, a lot more than w- w- what has been announced. Um, Mustek, uh, it's not a very popular or you know much talked about company, but I like it. It's a very much South African focused company, a so-called SA Inc. stock. Uh, it reported results um, and uh, pretty decent to say the least. Revenue increased by 8.2 percent to 5.7 billion. Headline earnings rose by 28 percent to one rand and four cents. Uh, dividend up nearly 40 percent to 22 cents a share. And the share price has performed really well this year so far, uh, up 20 percent. One of the few stocks that have actually, um, you know, one of the few mid cap and, and and stocks to have actually gained, you know, significant uh, share price gains. Uh, what, what did you make of the results? Look, um, Rick, uh, not necessarily the one that uh, I focus on, but I saw the results uh, coming through and I thought very, very positive. I think, you know, we, when you look at just the South African Inc., there has been one or two companies that would obviously defy the odds. Um, of an economy that is under a lot of pressure. Uh, but you get um, one or two sectors that, that continues to really uh, perform very well. And the Mastec is one of them. I mean, you look at the, um, uh, the, the up in the dividends there, so investors certainly and shareholders are very excited about that, up 37% in that uh, dividend, up here to $0.22. Cents. So very positive story of uh, South African Inc., but uh, they are far in between. Yeah. Um, is this an opportunity? You know, all cycles turn um, and there are so many of the SA Inc. stocks that are really being hammered at the moment, down 20, 25, even 30 uh, percent. When would you start to look at these mid caps that have performed so poorly? And some of them are decent companies. Look, you know, the, the fact is there's just so much uncertainty at this stage. And I think, um, however, I, I, I do agree it is during the uncertainty that uh, one has got to um, look at a few good companies that are well run and those that will certainly, um, you know, perform better, you know, if we, you know, ignore the noise that is currently uh, happening. Um, I think there are in certain, certain sectors um, where, where I think there's uh, certainly some op- good opportunities to be to be looked at, especially if you continue to, if we begin to see the South African economy uh, turn around. I know that the uh, GDP uh, numbers for the second quarter, they are coming out um, next week, and I think those will shed some light as to how our economy, the picture uh, of the second quarter. Uh, we uh, were expecting the first quarter uh, to come, you know, to not disappoint. I think the second quarter was a big miss. Um, so not 
too sure about the second quarter, but I think if we get an improvement there, there will certainly be some certain uh, opportunities. I mean, I was looking at uh, the likes of cash build, uh, cash build operating that space where uh, if we begin to see the South African economy, um, you know, hold the water and, and, and turn around, we could actually see some nice opportunities emerging from those companies. I'm just looking at the uh, stocks that have reached 52-week highs today. Uh, Mustek, one of them, um, Sassel as well, Richmond, uh, Mondi, BHP Billiton, some big names there. So there is, uh, you know, it's a story of two tales. Um, there are some shares that are really performing well and others are really, you know, being kicked in the, in, uh, in, uh, in the shins. Um, wh- what is your, let's talk about Sassel, which has been running pretty decently uh, in the last uh, few months. Uh, do you think it can sustain this um, momentum? I've actually started looking at, at, at Sassol. I mean, I started looking at Sassol for many, many, many years ago um, when they did the BED. And I'm sure a lot of um, Sassol in Zalu uh, shareholders will be looking at this, uh, especially black shareholders um, who've been sitting with this share uh, for the longest time. And I think now it will be uh, this year, it marks 10 years since that uh, the, the transaction was, um, the BED transaction was concluded. So, if you look at just the performance over the 10-year period, it's, it hasn't done much. And, and, and this is primarily because they've just really not, uh, they've been really uh, negatively impacted by that Lake uh, Charles um, development that is coming to an end. Um, you know, we begin to see the reduction in CAPEX, um, and we uh, hear that it could actually begin to contribute into the uh, top line uh, from next year. So those are some of the positives. And um, that are coming through for Sasso, you know, you also combine that with the recovery, the improvement in the price of oil. I think Sasso is beginning to look very interesting. It has broken out of that range um, when it broke out of the 480 rand and it climbed above 500. So I think it's on track to make new highs. Um, it's one that at the moment I think is slightly a little bit expensive on pullbacks. Uh, back to the 500 and 515 range. I think when you look at the technicals, it does uh, bring a little bit of support around 515. Um, so this is the one that I would certainly be looking at, uh, by, you know, buying a bit more on pullbacks. Just looking at the rand at the moment, it seems to be under severe pressure. 14 rand 58 currently against the US dollar, 18.95 against the pound, and 17 rand and three cents against the euro. Around two percent weaker today. What is driving this weakness? Look, the, the weakness. I mean, if you just combine the exodus, the exodus that we've seen out of MPN, um, very negative. Um, and so that would certainly have a, ne- a negative impact uh, on the currency. Um, the, um, the, the also just also at um, the uh, whole trade uh, war um, uh, issue. I think it's still uh, hanging somewhere in, in, in the balance. There we know that the U.S. is currently in talks with Canada. Uh, they've concluded uh, with Mexico. There's some positives there when it comes to NAFTA. But I think the market today it's very nervous um, around what 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 what's going to happen there. If there's something positive uh, comes out of uh, Canada and the U.S. talks, then we could actually see the um, risk on uh, come back into the market. I mean, you look across Europe, it's all negative. Um, you also look across uh, Asia, also some negativity there. So there's a general sense uh, that um, there's a wait and see um, type of game being played at the moment um, on the market.
Yeah. Um, we're battling to get hold of uh, Sun Suntam, um, but uh, the company reported some very decent interim numbers. Uh, group gross written premium growth of 13%. Headline earnings per share increased by 72%. Uh, the interim dividend uh, was pushed up by only 8% to 363 cents a share. Um, Maori, you know, <laughs> the, the Naisna fire has really hurt the company last year. And it shows you uh, if there are not natural disasters and, and big, you know, concentrated claims, these insurance companies can actually perform pretty well. What were your thoughts on, on the numbers? No, very uh, good sets of numbers. I mean, uh, once again, you know, one 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 of those companies that obviously um, do um, you know uh, beat the odds um, in difficult times. Um, the uh, first thing that you see uh, in the behavior of consumers uh, is that you see them cut uh, insurances uh, policies, um, and that's what you would expect for a company like these ones to begin to struggle. The likes of Liberty uh, struggling there. Um, so it's only it, 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 it's very encouraging to see these sort of numbers uh, coming through, especially in these difficult times. Um, and in special, as you said, up 49%. So very good set of numbers. Once again, a South African a company that um, that's continuing to do well. Thank you, Maori. That was Maori Lechwane of Lehumo Investments. And that's it for this edition of the Money Web Admiral Show. Thanks for tuning in. 